This is the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. The College of Style community just launched and you're invited to join for free. Yes, for free. So what exactly is the College of Style community? Well, it's a place for like-minded entrepreneurs just like you to connect. And it's a private community that shows you how to build and monetize an unforgettable online business so that you can work from wherever you want and live to make your impact. We focus on personal branding, visual design, and digital marketing for business. So how do you join? Well, it's pretty easy. Just visit www.collegeofstylecommunity.com and join today. Inside of the community, you'll be able to access premium courses and groups, exclusive member-only merchandise, course discounts, daily business tips, monthly giveaways, and so much more. I can't wait to see you inside of the community now. So visit www.collegeofstylecommunity.com and snag your free Canva templates right there in our handy dandy resource library. Join the College of Style community today. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. Follow on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. You can listen to select episodes of the podcast live on Fireside and learn about upcoming course announcements, coaching programs, working one-on-one with Sandra, and new template releases by visiting collegeofstyle.com. Find digital marketing strategies and social media updates on Sandra's Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash college of style. Join Sandra on TikTok, Pinterest, and Twitter at College of Style and subscribe today to Sandra's newsletter. It's called Link in Bio and you can find it on LinkedIn to learn more about links that make you click. This is your personal invitation to join Sandra's community at collegeofstylecommunity.com today. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 64 of the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sandra Colton-Medici, and I hope that you are having a fabulous day. Today, we are talking about pitching yourself. Pitch the Bite is the name of this episode, and I want to help you secure the stage in 30 seconds or less. So let's get to it. Are you struggling to find the perfect gift for yourself this Valentine's Day? (laughs) Yes, I said for yourself, because you know what? Start with you this Valentine's Day. Start with loving yourself, completely, wholly, authentically loving you. I love you for listening to this podcast, and I want to treat you this Valentine's Day with a very special gift. When you purchase any physical product on the shopcollegeofstyle.com website, you will get a free Valentine's Day template bundle created just for you in Canva. So head on over to the shop and treat yourself because you got to love yourself first, especially on Valentine's Day. Free gift with physical product purchase ends February 14th, 2022. One tactic you can use for brand awareness is 
product placement. Get your products into the eyeline of your potential customers, whether that's in TV, shows, films, commercials, get your products out there to be seen. AppSumo is a daily deals website for digitally distributed goods and online services. You can get growth insights from your analytics. It's the fastest way to understand the data. If you want to improve your digital marketing performance with powerful tools that plan and maximize growth, click the link. I'm telling you now, click the link in my show notes to learn more about AppSumo. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast today. I am your host, Dr. Sandra Colton-Medici, and I am so excited that you are here with me. A lot of times people will look to um, project themselves into their pitch and that's really great but they forget the self-edit and a lot of times what i love to hear is that they're really interested in putting out really great content and it's all about merging the two the content and your authenticity so when you are working on your pitch this is what we're going to talk about today whether you're pitching your um your business to let's say you're just applying for a small business loan right but you still have to have some sort of interview with banker um, or you're pitching your project to like a vc firm or maybe you're even pitching your article to a major magazine you might even be pitching yourself as a guest on a podcast i know that a lot of people on here are podcast hosts so you probably get a lot of different pitches whether they are somebody coming up to you and be like hey you know i'd love to be on your podcast or in an email and i feel like there are a lot of of times where I have talked with people back and forth on emails and they don't really know what they want to talk about. And that's where we are going to start first. As we go into messaging, this is the biggest part of putting together your pitch because if you don't know what you're talking about, it's really, really hard to actually say something, right? So when you're looking at putting your pitch together, it's almost like you want to do a sort of brain dump, brain dump of ideas and get everything on the table that you would love to talk about. So if you are talking about Let's just say you have a beauty product. Let's just say glasses, because I have my glasses right here, right? So we can talk about the features of the glasses, like, hey, they're gonna make you see better. Maybe they're pretty stylish. So maybe you talk about the elegance of, of the crafting of the glasses. But really, you wanna talk about the transformation. So if you see better, maybe you can do more. If you, you know, if your product has anything to do with how you are putting on your clothes and how maybe your closet is now organized, whatever the features of your product are great, but the transformation is even better. And when you talk about things that you are pitching, you really are becoming a storyteller. So if you don't know what you're pitching, you have to start there with what exactly it is, what the features are, what the transformation is, why you are invested in this particular project or pitch because people don't care about things that you don't care about. So you want to make sure that everything that you put into your pitch makes a lot of sense because if it is just kind of like throwing spaghetti on the wall, then you will just at the end of the day have spaghetti on the wall. <laughs> you won't have people eating your spaghetti off the wall for sure. So when you are looking to 
bring together your messaging, it is all starting with a brain dump. So let's just talk about features. Let's talk about transformation. Let's talk about the why. Why are you doing this? What What is in it for you? What's in it for them? That is the bigger thing. What is in it for your audience? If you're pitching um, someone, they want to know, okay, so what's it going to do for me? Not just is it going to make you money, but is it going to make them money? Or what is the larger scope? If it's a nonprofit, how are they going to be able to measure some sort of success at the end of the day, right? So you want to think about what the other side of things is not just what does it do how can it transform lives but what can we say at the end of the day that we have done if it's razors and you're like yeah this is the best razor for you know all females should use this razor okay so does the, what does it do yeah we know it, it shaves hair right or we know that it's gonna get you clean right but what is it gonna do is it gonna make you feel better if you have you know a clean shaven armpit or is it going to impact lives in a place where maybe they don't have access to that kind of equipment so you want to think about the entire totality of what your message is going to do and then you want to take it down because we don't have that kind of time I just spent the first, you know, what, five, six minutes talking about messaging. So we don't have that kind of time. If we're stepping into an elevator and somebody's like, hey, you know, I just saw you at the conference. What are you up to? That's your opening, right? That's your opening to be like, oh, I'm working on X. And they don't have a lot of time because you just stepped in an elevator and the elevator pitch is something that we always talk about. Like you only have like that first what, 15, 30 seconds, you know, get to the next floor, to the next ding. So you want to make sure that whatever you're saying gets to the heart of the matter as soon as possible. If you say, Hey, I'm working on this project. That's really quick, right? Hey, I'm working on this project. Okay. Well, we didn't hear why you're working on it, what it's going to do, how it's going to transform anyone, right? So if you just say, I'm working on this project, um, you know, for glasses, people don't care. If you say, I'm working on this project with glasses and it's going to give access to glasses in a part of the world that has never seen them before, it's going to change lives and we're going to serve 50,000 people. People might be interested in what you're doing and what you're about and what you're trying, what your mission is. And that's the one thing that I always love to talk about. If you're a storyteller or you're trying to figure out how to be a better storyteller, it is very important that you know deep down that this means something. You have to have some sort of uh, attachment, some sort of skin in the game for it to actually resonate with someone else because if you don't care they don't care like i said before if you don't have anything invested in it no one else is going to invest in it either so when you talk about your glasses or your beauty products or your razors or whatever it is that you're selling your articles it's important if you're doing like let's say um you're pitching an article to a magazine it might not be as important that you're telling them the why it's important you might be telling them why it's important that you're writing the story because a lot of stories have already been written. So every year, this is an example, we talk about gift guides. Every single magazine will have a gift guide for her and a gift guide for him and, and gift guides for children and everything that you should be picking up for the holiday season. Why is that anything new? 
It's not. So if you're pitching an article to a magazine about your gift guide and why you should be writing it, maybe you put that whole spin on it because you have whatever it is invested in it. Maybe it's a gift guide for those who have never been gifted before or something, right? But you put your spin on it, your unique touch on it so that it stands out from the rest of the pitches. So let's talk about all the pitches that people get. So if you're a magazine editor, you probably get pitched all the time. If you are a VC firm, you probably get pitches all the time. And the formatting of your pitch really matters. If you are sending something to someone in an email, if you know them, it's a little bit different than if you don't know them. You've never been introduced to them and this is some sort of cold pitch, then you have to give a little bit more information. If you are pitching someone that you know, it's different because maybe it can be a little more informal. Hey, you know, we talked about this the other day. I did, I wanted to follow up with you. This, here's the information that you requested. If you are pitching someone that you've never met, it's great to have an introduction. It's really good to let people know who you are and why you're an expert in whatever it is that you are pitching to them. It is really important that you make sure that you put in every single thing and then edit it down <laughs> because no one wants to read five pages. No one wants to read five pages of your bio. So if you are putting in like, it's almost like a log line for podcasts, right? You want to make sure that it says exactly what it means and it means exactly what it says. So those are two different things that you need to think about. Do you know the person? Do you not know the person? And the other part of it is if you do know the person, is that person that you're sending this information to going to forward it to someone else? Because if you are writing something really informal to somebody that you know, and they forward it to someone that doesn't know you, then you have missed the boat um, on uh, making sure that you have that proper introduction. So it's really great that even if you know someone and you're sending information to them, that they are understanding who you are and what you do. Because if you're taking it out of the picture, because you, you're sending it to somebody you know, you don't know that they didn't decide to forward it to somebody else. And the only reason that you that you do know that they don't forward it to somebody else is if you tell them, please do not forward this, right? Or this is, you know, you're signing an NDA or whatever. So just make sure that if you are sending it to somebody you know, that you include the most pertinent parts of the information that even somebody who doesn't know you, if they forwarded it, they would understand what you're talking about. And after that, you have to think about what people on the other end are willing to read or like we said in, in, the, um, in the elevator, have time to listen to because magazine editors are think, you know, fielding pitches all day long, right? Products for you know, beauty editors, they're looking at it, everything says it's clean beauty, right? Um, what makes you stand out? BC firms, they're looking at pitch decks all the time. Keep it short and sweet and no more than 10 slides. So if you have a pitch that you're putting together and you are going and going and going and going, no one's going to stick around to read it. If you haven't caught their attention in that first short period of time, maybe that first two or three slides, they're not going to stick around to read anything else. And they're not going to read pages and pages and pages, right? So if you're doing any sort of slide deck, you're going to want to hammer it with really, really great hooks. You need to read this because this is, you know, this is going to help you do X, Y, Z. We have done this in the past. This is where we are taking this in the future. One of the biggest things that I think is missing in a lot of pitches is vision. Okay. If you haven't had a chance to tell someone what your vision is for whatever project that you're, you are pitching, 
people are not gonna be able to see it. You might want people to see it, you might think that you're leading them into the promised land, but they're not gonna see it unless you for sure map it out for them. Okay, and that is really about the strategic end of writing your pitches. For me, those the beginning of putting your message together, that idea, that brain dump, is probably the hardest if you're doing it by yourself because it's really fun to do some sort of back and forth with people. If you have a colleague, if you have a friend, if you have a family member who's totally interested in what you're doing, I always suggest to put those ideas out there in some sort of forum. And if you have something that's secret, obviously you want people to have you know that in mind so that they're not sharing your ideas. But if you have people to bounce things off of, it's really great to have that sounding board because you wanna practice your pitch. You want to put things in perspective and you want to have the right context. If you are putting your pitch together and you've never practiced it before you go out there in the world and are telling people about your idea, then you are going to kind of wander all over the place, right? You're going to wander all over the place without some sort of real focus. And I know a lot of people go into business and they do that kind of wandering all over the place for a while before they really get to, hmm, this is my message. This is my product. This is what we do for you. This is how we get you to the next point. And a lot of people do that wandering and they go out of business while they're doing that wandering. Instead of really going into what's the market? Where's the gap in the market for my product? And why is it so special? And if you can get that before you go out there into the marketplace, then you are so much more golden and will have so much more laser focus. The other thing that business owners do also is they do too much of the blinders on. They put their blinders on and they're like, my product is the best. I'm not going to listen to any feedback. I'm just going to go 150,000 speed lights ahead and without any sort of wherewithal of like the feedback they, that they're getting from any customers or that their product's not selling, right? They're just totally like oblivious or don't want to hear it, right? So you can either go with the sounding board and the research or you can go with, I'm not going to listen to anyone. Now, both are very, very, um, you know, determined, right? But not one, one is going to help you more than the other. So if you're thinking about putting together your pitch, the practice part of it is the most essential because if you are practicing, even if you don't have someone as a sounding board, you do have your phone because obviously you're listening to this probably on a phone or some sort of device. You have something that you can record on. And when you record yourself, you can hear the ums and the uhs and the, you know, the pauses, the delays, the uncertainties. You can hear also the quick nuggets that are like, oh, those are sound bites I need to keep. Those are things that I can really amp up if I'm putting together this pitch. And it's really about, even if you're writing, writing a pitch and having it in a pitch deck versus saying a pitch, verbally in person to someone or even on a Zoom, it's really important to refine it, right? And that's where the self-edit comes in. So you've got your messaging, your brain dump, your sounding boards, you've got your, your features, your uniqueness, your vision, and then you've got your formatting. And then at the end of that, you have to have your refining self-edit, right? And if you're not an editor, then that's okay. But you do have a red pen somewhere in the back of your head that says, 
I need to take out all of those thes and all of those ands and all of those things that are just extra words. Because we add extra words because it helps us transition in sentences. When we're talking with people, it's just kind of like, yeah, so I was doing this the other day. And you know, if you have the you knows, take them out. If you have the whatever, take those out. If you have the ums and the ahs and the oohs and the effects of all of that, take them out. And it tightens your message up in a, in a little bow, right? It tightens it up so that you have something really ready for anyone else to say. And that is really important that if it's not coming from you directly, that you could literally take your pitch and it will in, enhance with, you know, over time, but that initial pitch that you have could literally be handed off to someone else. And that person could say, oh, I totally get it. And I can say this with the conviction and the, you know, and the, and the amount of like energy that needs to be said. And that's what a lot of companies do, right? When you watch that 1984 commercial that Apple, right? And you're like, wow, somebody said that in some sort of room somewhere. And then they got a voiceover actor to say it in the commercial. And that's the thing is if you can get something so refined and so on point with your pitch that you could literally just hand it to someone and they would get it and recite it and know what you mean and be able to communicate your vision, that's the ultimate pitch. Thank you so much for joining me. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com. Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.